Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. What's going on? Welcome to another edition of Dog Talk, everyone. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. And welcome aboard. How you doing tonight? Good? (laughs) How many of you want to get real muddy with your dog? You want to get real muddy, down and dirty and really muddy and go on an out in the country, out in the sticks, playing in the mud, eh? going on a cool obstacle course with your dog, a huge uh, adventure in the mud. Can you picture it? You're sliding in the mud. You got mud up your nose, mud in your ears. Your dog's full of mud. But you're having fun, right? You're having a lot of fun. (laughs) There's something called the rough mudder. Have you heard of it? Well, you're going to hear about it tonight on Dog Talk. Rough Mudder, I'm going to tell you their their motto. The motto is, you, your dog, mud, and fun. There you go. Uh, With us uh, now is uh, Kyra Daluna. Hi, Kyra. It's Dave McMahon here. How are you? Hey, Dave. How are you? So good to see you again. Yes, good to see you again, and welcome back to the Dog Talk Show. Uh, You're looking good. How's everything going with you? Oh, just just fantastic! I'm so excited to uh, to be running this again. It's been too long, two years off. We are we're just uh, we're just so ready. Yeah, and the name, of course, Rough Mudder. R U F F, right? Yeah. It's a trade trademarked event. It's the only one in Canada, though we are looking at spreading it out east and out west. But that's for the future. Right now, we're focusing on the one in Stainer, Ontario. Yeah. And so, Kyrie, you're a big-time dog lover and dog owner yourself. Tell us about your dogs before we get into this. Okay, so I have three dogs. I have two Border Collie brothers. Uh, They're uh, eight years old. Uh, Lots of energy, so uh, we get get out on the farm for lots of walks. And then I have uh, a little Jack Russell Shih Tzu cross named Izzy. And don't don't tell the big boys, but she's my favorite. Okay? She's so cute. (laughs) She's our trail tester on the course. Oh, and I bet she can go fast, the Jack Russell. (laughs) Those little legs get going. She gets muddier quicker than them, right? Because she's lower to the ground. So that's that's why we use her as the test test dog. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Now, um, where should we start? Should we start with uh, when, I mean, I know that you're one of the original founders of the Rough Mudder. Yeah. Right. What inspired you or your team to to do this? Was there something else that you looked at and you thought you'd launch something and model it differently? Actually, it was it was an original idea in uh, two. Well, around 2014, um, uh, Dr. Tai and my, who's a veterinarian on the site that Rough Mudder runs at Abernant Vet Services, 
um, she was, uh, you know, getting a little bit concerned that uh, dogs following in their owner's footsteps were getting a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit overweight, not as active as they could be. And uh, I was a personal trainer on the site running boot camps and they would be with canine boot camps. So people would come out with their dogs and work out and the dogs would get exercise and, and uh, people loved it. And so in 2014, we ran some events called Bark in the Park. And that was just uh, gathering community organizations that were dog friendly and, um, and letting people kind of walk around with their dogs. And then we just came up with the idea of, of a, uh, I was doing a lot of um, like the, 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 the Mud Hero and the Tough Mudder, I was doing all those events. And I kept thinking, gosh, this would be amazing with a dog, with my, my buddy beside, my, beside me while I did yeah, it. And so sure. just between the two of us, we came up with the idea of, of, uh, of an obstacle course where people came with their dogs on leashes and, and uh, went through over and under the obstacles. And that's really how it was born. Um, the first year we ran it in 2016, we only had 125 people come out with their dogs, but it was just so amazing. And it's really grown since then. And you say only, I mean, only. that's still quite a bit, isn't it? <laughs> it, but- it is, it is. It was a little overwhelming at uh, at the time being the first event, working out all the kinks in that. But um, everybody had such a great time. We We just kept expanding. And that was a one day event that went for, you know, about four hours. And now we're up to two days, eight hours each day. And um, yeah, it just keeps growing. There's yeah, such an there's interest. no doubt. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some of the videos, and uh, it's a very exciting thing to do with your dog yeah. for sure. It is, and it's it's really not a race for time, is it? It's not like um, you know, fly ball, for instance. It's it's right. not a race, is it? We're actually anti-race. We really want participants to focus on, you know, there's that saying, it's not so much about the destination, but the journey. That yeah. is really what we want people, participants to focus on when they're with their dogs, right? This is such a, an original opportunity. The course is about five kilometers long. It changes every year. And, and there's about 80, 82 obstacles and we keep those really natural things that dogs love to do. They love to go under and explore and over logs and barrels and tunnels. And so it's really, it's really all about the dog. Okay. Um, and, and th- I mean, that's, that's really the focus is I, we want the participants to just let the dog lead. If the dog wants to stop and smell the roses, stop and smell them with them. Yeah. There's no pressure. There's no stress. Yeah. Nope, it's not timed. We thought about doing a time, but that we just really thought that would take away from uh, from the, the the partnership, from from that you know spending as as much time as you can. And there's so many spots on the course that are perfect for selfies, and you know, oh, it's, I just can't wait for it. I I really miss the energy that we've had at the events in the past. Free from the uh, vanity awards. There's no vanity awards. There's no, no uh, bragging rights. There's no first, second, and third place. Right. There's, uh, uh, you know, one of our mottos is, is just no ego. It, it, yeah. Like there's no ego here at all. There's everybody's a winner. You, you know, that's that's what it's about is, is just that opportunity to have that partnership and uh, and uh, complete the course. Um, Do you have any of the participants with a GoPro on the dog or on themselves? Or Yeah, a couple have uh, <laughs> definitely. We get a lot of videos at the end. Uh, a lot of them get covered in mud, so <laughs> it's not so clear <laughs> by the end. But uh, um, yeah, we've. We've changed dates this year. In the past, we've run it in June. Um, we've pushed it to August uh, this year. 
So we'll, uh, we'll still make sure that it's really muddy. We'll have lots of water spots and uh, tents set up to keep it cool for the participants and the pups. Our uh, Clearview Fire Department is going to be there again to uh, offer some, uh, some cooling down stations and a nice clean up at the end of the finish line. So, uh, yeah. Excellent. Um, can, yeah. can you give our listeners a website or something where they can go and check it out online, maybe to see some samples? Sure. Roughmutter.ca is uh, where they can go. They'll have a link to register there. And uh, you can also check us uh, out at, on Facebook where we continually update with uh, some of the obstacle uh, hints. Um, so most of the updates are on our Facebook page at Rough Mudder Canine Adventure, uh, Obstacle Adventure. Yeah. And, it, and what about the age of participants? Are, are you getting a lot of kids wanting to do this? Do you have a minimum age for participants for humans I'm talking it really it really depends on the kids it, it because it's not a race it's not about running through it if they can walk a 5k easily uh then then they're they're going to be okay we've we've had kids uh probably around seven or eight complete it with their families um that 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 isn't a problem all of the major obstacles have the opportunity to walk around so if there's a dog who doesn't feel like doing a little bit of a ramp they can always walk around um, it's really friendly that way. It's not really tall A-frames or anything. It's all really, uh, really friendly and up to the participants if they want to attempt yeah. the obstacle. And wear your, yeah. wear your play clothes. Got to wear your play clothes. <laughs> well, we really encourage participants to wear costumes because we do have a best costume contest, of course, right? And we've seen some amazing, you know, lots of superhero outfits and lots of team uniforms. And that just really gets everybody in the spirit as well, right? But don't wear your good shoes. I would, <laughs> I would stay away from that, right? At the end of the race, we always find a lot of shoes left in the mud. So, <laughs> so Stainer on... Ontario is the next one. That's right, Stainer, Ontario. It's only a half an hour from Barrie, about an hour and a half from Toronto. We get participants from everywhere in Canada, though. Last uh, Our last event we had from out east in New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, from BC, and we had uh, quite a few from the States come up, and we've already, we're looking at our registration. We've got some from Montreal down in the States, so it's, uh, uh, I think people come and make a, a whole weekend or week vacation around it um so um yeah it's, it's you know there's lots to do in the area with your dog so why not we've um, got lots of dog friendly accommodations that we can recommend and they're excited to welcome everybody so roughmutter.ca yeah, check it out online roughmutter r-u-f-f mutter m-u-d-d-e-r dot c-a because you're going to have fun you're going to get muddy you're going to have fun with your dog Thanks for joining and us, Kyra. One last thing. It is, uh, there are some charities involved. We've got the Georgian Triangle Humane Society, and we've got our, um, our uh, uh, Farley Foundation. That's where our partial proceeds are going to go. So thanks a lot, Dave. My pleasure. Keep having fun with those dogs and have a good time at the next Rough Mudder. Thanks a lot, Dave. Take care. Have yeah. a good one. We're taking a short break. You're listening to Dog Talk. I'm Dave McMahon, and we're coming right back on 610 CKTB. 
problems Toronto bound on the QEW approaching Niagara Street and Welland Avenue. We have two right lanes blocked as cleanup continues through here. You will find it slow over the Garden City Skyway right up to that spot. Now on the Fort Erie bound side, still slow in spots through Halton region from Ford Drive to Brant and from Thompson Road to the Peace Bridge. Of course, a very slow drive for trucks to the States especially. It's a 20-minute delay right now and looking at delays into Canada, a 27-minute delay for cars on the Peace Bridge. Meet Fairsquare with commission savings for sellers, cash back for buyers, and professional support every step of the way. It's the new way home. Yours. Visit fairsquare.ca. I'm Miles Marcus, 610 CKTB. Tom Saver Traffic next in 15 minutes. Partly cloudy tonight with some fog patches developing, low going down to 4. Tomorrow starting out with a mix of sun and cloud, then clouding over late in the morning with a chance of showers. Rain will start late in the afternoon. There's a risk of a thunderstorm late in the afternoon as well with a high of 15. Wednesday mix of sun and cloud, chance of showers, high of 14. I'm Bonnie Heslop on News Talk 610 CKTB. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. New Tim's Loaded Wraps are packed with delicious ingredients like tasty grains, slow-cooked or crispy seasoned chicken, and our delicious habanero or cilantro lime sauce. Deliciously satisfying. New Tim's Loaded Wraps. Try one today at participating restaurants in Canada. Can you believe it, Rex? It's walkie time. (coughs) Fluffy, you just wanted to show off your new leash and collar from Pet Food Outlet. Mom and Dad are so happy about the great prices. I can't wait to see what they get me next time they go. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. (coughs) Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back to Dog Talk. I'm Dave. Glad you could be here with us tonight. For those that know me, you know I love to give away free stuff. I'm going to give away a 10-week dog obedience course. Compliments of my dog training academy called Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy. Located in Niagara Falls, Ontario. Here is how it's going to work. You're going to have an opportunity to win a 10-week group obedience course where you come once a week for an hour on the same day and the same time every week. Your dog is going to learn good manners. Your dog is going to learn life-saving commands, such as to come when called on the first command and to stay. I train you to train the dog. That's how it works. You're coming to school with me, Dave McMahon at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy for 10 weeks once a week for an hour on the same day and time each week, as I said. But you'll have homework. 
You have to practice between your training lessons. You can win this $500 dog obedience course for free right now. All you have to do is call and tell us how badly your dog needs the training. Now, the best description of how badly the dog needs training is going to win. The number to call is 905-688-2582. We're doing a contest, and it's your chance to win a 10-week dog obedience group course, compliments of the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. 905-688-2582. Again, 905-688-2582. You'll have 60 seconds. That's it. 60 seconds to tell me and my producer, Mr. Greg Campagna, how badly your dog needs the training. All right, so if your dog's taking you for a walk, not coming when called, if your dog is, uh, you know, chewing up your dentures, chewing your thong, right? Jumping all over your visitors, putting dirty paws all over your visitors. What's your dog doing wrong? You want to bring your dog for training? We're giving away a 10-week dog obedience group course right now on the Dog Talk Radio Show. 905-688-2582. That's 905-688-2582. Now, this prize is going to be available right up until 7 p.m. this evening. But again, you're going to have to talk quick. You're only going to get 60 seconds on the clock that's it to describe why your dog needs training so bad tuition free 10-week dog obedience group course compliments of dave mcmahon's dog academy have you read the reviews have you taken the time to go on google to read the reviews to hear what people are saying about me and my dog training school the Dave McMahon Dog Academy, check it out. I think we've got a pretty decent score, 4.7 or 4.8 out of hundreds of reviews. Many people are very, very happy about the results that they've achieved training their dog with us. So 905-688-2582. Again, you'll have 60 seconds to tell us why your dog needs training so bad. Maybe you're still struggling with housebreaking your dog. Maybe you have a dog that has an obsessive compulsive disorder, sucking on his flank, the piece of skin that adjacents the leg to the belly area. Maybe your dog is barking excessively in the backyard and driving you to drink. Maybe your dog is digging holes, digging up your flower bed. I mean, it can happen, right? Dogs will do these things. I will teach you how to train your dog in a 10-week dog obedience course. As long as you follow exactly what I teach you, you'll get great results. 905-688-2582. Let's go to Josh in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Good evening, Josh. Welcome to Dog Talk. I'm Dave McMahon. Hey, Dave. How are you? Doing good, buddy. How about yourself? Not too bad, not too bad. Are you familiar with the Dave McMahon Dog Academy? No, I just got our dog and just started listening to your show. You did? Oh, that's awesome. 
Thank you for tuning in to Dog Talk. I really appreciate that. So what kind of dog did you get? Uh, he's a rescue, and he's a Border Collie mix. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. What's his name? Milo. Milo? Milo, yep. Very nice. So you've been thinking about taking Milo for training? Yeah, we've had him to uh, one basic session first, but uh, looking for something uh, that's uh, more hands-on and more personal. Good. Have you heard anything good about me? <laughs> uh, only what you say about yourself. And uh... <laughs> No, I haven't researched you, but you got your own radio show, so you must be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I must know something, right? They let me talk on here. <laughs> okay, listen, Josh. You're going to have 60 seconds on the clock to muster up some sort of pattern and kind of tell us why your dog needs this training course. Be convincing. Are you ready, Josh? Because we're setting the clock. All right. Okay, ready, set, go. Well, Milo is a very, very sweet boy at home, and um, he gets very excited around strangers. He's not aggressive, but uh, he gets too excited and most people don't know how to handle it, and they think that he is trying to harm them, but we know he's very sweet. And um, me and my wife just want to take him um, everywhere we go. We want him with us at all times, and we want him to be able to be around strangers and in strange environments and remain calm. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I can help you. I'm going to give it to you, Josh. Really? Just like that, I don't even want to hear the other 16. Easy as that. Josh, I'm going to give it to you. You're so sincere. And, oh, and awesome. I think they you guys are going to be a, an awesome couple to coach. And I would love to have Milo take part in my dog obedience classes at the Dave McMahon Academy. That's great, Dave. Glad to hear hey, it. Listen, first of all, thanks for listening to Dog Talk. Anytime. Now, was this appointment tuning, or were you just flipping around the dial? No, I I leave 610 uh, on my car radio um, at all Beautiful. times, and um, just happened to hear you this evening. 610 CKTB is the best. You've got great taste in radio stations, Josh. <laughs> I never turn my dial. Right on. You've got awesome talent here, right? Really yes, good talent. Listen, I look forward to coaching you and your dog. I want you to stay on the line. My producer, Mr. Greg Campagna, the great Mr. Greg Campagna, is going to take down your phone number, and I'm going to contact you. You're going to school. You and your dog are going to school, Josh. Amazing. We need it. All right. Thanks for playing. Thanks. We're taking a short break. We're coming back. We're going to talk with a lawyer, Clark Peddle from Wellam. Clark's been practicing law in the Niagara region for over 30 years. We're gonna talk about the Dog Owner Liability Act. And we're also gonna talk about the fact that you should put your dog in your will. Just saying. I'm Dave McMahon, you're listening to 610 CKTB. Stay with us. <laughs>
Having trouble getting weight off your pet? The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has the solution. They have a nutrition and fitness specialist on staff, plus a fully equipped gym and a heated swimming pool. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center can help your pet lose weight, get fitter, so they can comfortably enjoy the summer months to come. Call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcenter.ca to book your appointment. Can you believe it, Rex? It's walkie time. <coughs> Fluffy, you just want to show off your new leash and collar from Pet Food Outlet. Mom and Dad are so happy about the great prices. I can't wait to see what they get me next time they go. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. <coughs> Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Show your lawn who's boss this spring with the Cub Cadet XT Enduro Series Lawn Tractor from Philbrook Farm and Garden Equipment. Andy here, and the Cub Cadet XT Enduro Series Lawn Tractor set the standard for performance and comfort. More strength, more versatility, and more durability. Backed by strong warranties, genuine parts, and our trained service technicians. See the Cub Cadet XT Series today at Philbrook Farm and Garden Equipment, 3315 King Street in Vineland. PFGEquip.com. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Clark Peddle, that's his name, Clark Peddle. He's a lawyer from Welland, been practicing law for over 30 years. Oh, I'm telling you, he must have heard of it all, right? You can't surprise this man. Excellent reputation. Lawyer Clark Peddle from Welland. But what I love about Clark is the fact that he's a dog lover and he brings his dog to work with him. How cool is that? More and more people should convince their boss to let them do that. It's good for your state of mind, as long as your dog's obedient, of course. <laughs> Listen, I just want to remind the listeners that the Dog Talk radio show is brought to you by Pet Food Outlet, Maine West Animal Hospital, we're also brought to you by the Heartland Niagara Veterinary Animal Hospital and the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Thank you to our sponsors. Welcome, Clark Peddle. Hey, Clark, how are you, my friend? Hey, Dave, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to chat with my listeners tonight on Dog Talk. And, uh, of course, I'm happy to know that you own a dog, you love dogs. And uh, because we're a different breed, us dog owners, aren't we? We are a different breed. And we, we don't sure quite are. understand folks that don't like dogs, do we, Clark? <laughs> There's Clark's beautiful dog. Clark, what's your dog's name? Nugget. Nugget. Yeah, Hello, when, Nugget. So cute. When he was a little puppy, he was all beige and looked just like a chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. <laughs> do you believe the expression that people look like their dogs, Clark? You tell me, Dave. You think? You think? <laughs> I see a little resemblance. Yeah, I'm not surprised. For those that are fortunate enough to watch the live Facebook watch video interview, um, you can actually see uh, Clark Peddle's dog, uh, mm -hmm. Nugget. And uh, what a beautiful dog Nugget is. How old is Nugget now? Nugget is uh, four years old. Yeah, he's four. Just turned four. 
Yeah. And is Nugget from a rescue, a breeder, a friend? What happened? How'd you get Nugget? No, I, uh, I got him from uh, Toronto. He's, uh, okay. he's half Bichon and half miniature poodle. And uh, I got him from a breeder there who breeds uh, poodles. And um, I was living in an apartment at the time, and I needed a dog that had hair, not fur, of course. And um, and I wanted to get a puppy early so I could train him, and there wouldn't be any problems. And sure enough, he worked out perfect. Yeah, yeah. But it's great that you bring your dog to work, and your and your your uh, your nugget is just like just kind of morphed right into the environment. It's not a hassle. Well, you know, to be honest, I was a little concerned about it when I first started doing it, of course, because not not everybody's dog people like you and I, Dave. But 95% of my, pe my people who come in, my clients say to me, Clark, you know, I'm stressed out when I come to see you because, you know, they have personal matters they want to talk about. They're, they're tense, all those things. And they sit in the waiting room, pet the dog for a few minutes, and they're just happy-go-lucky when they come see me. Yeah. So, yeah. so Nugget really is a therapy dog. He is. is. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. We wanted to talk to you about a few things tonight, and I thought we could go into the wills. And I know you, you write an awful lot of wills for your clients. Clark, my question to you is, are more and more people putting their dog in the will these days, if they have a dog? Yes, I, I see a lot of it, especially in older people. Um, it's, people get to that certain age where they know they're getting their last car. They know they're getting their last dog. And, and that animal is probably the most important thing in their life at that time because their kids, if they had them, are, are grown and gone. And the dog's the one consistent thing they have every day and loves them unconditionally. And, uh, yeah, one of the first questions I ask them when we, we talk about beneficiaries is, do you have a favorite animal? Do you have a, a dog at home that, you know, you love? And most people are shocked that I ask them that. But, you know, I want to tell them, just like your kids, if you don't leave anything for your dog or someone to look after your dog or the money to, you know, take it to the vet, all these things, you don't know what's going to happen. And these people never thought of that, of course, but they love their animals and, and they want to provide for them, but they just never thought they needed to put it in the will. Okay, so we've got to remember to include the dog in the will because otherwise, where's the dog going to go? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, once you're gone, there's no one who's going to look after the dog like you did. And uh, in fact, a lot of dogs and, and cats and other animals end up being taken uh, to the Humane Society shortly after a person passes away. Yes, we see that. Yeah. Clark, uh, what do you charge to do up a will for someone? A simple will for someone is $295 plus HST. Cheap. Can't beat that. No, and uh, we do both powers of attorney for that price. So, you know. It, uh, it's really a service we provide. It's not a big money-making thing, but I think everybody should have one. And so I try to make it as affordable as possible. Would you agree that a lot of people procrastinate getting a will done? It's one of those things. <laughs> they sure do. I don't know whether they think they're going to die after they get it done, but... Uh, <laughs> they don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, uh, they just, they don't want to talk about it. It's, you know, a lot of old school people who just, they think if they never mention death, they'll never die, I guess. I don't know, but... No, you, you should come in. It's very quick. 90% of the people I do wills for say to me after, my God, that was easy. You know, but the procrastination took years. And so just get over that and save yourself all that aggravation and come in. It takes 15 minutes to sit down with me and, you know, 10 minutes to sign. So even you can put up with me for 25 minutes. So <laughs> It's not that bad. <laughs> Clark, um, forgive my ignorance of the legal jargon. Um, have you ever had a couple come in and, or someone come into your client and say, look, 
I've got a dog. I want to I want to prenumber it up so that, you know, uh, if I separate from my partner, I, you know, these are my dogs and I get to keep the dogs. I mean, when you when you get a dog from the Canadian Kennel Club or a registered dog, you know, the dog is registered to an individual's name, for example. So you can prove ownership of that dog. So my my question to you as a lawyer is, you know, um, have you had anyone come in? Is, is that the right terminology, a prenup agreement? Hey, listen, I'm going to be, uh, you know, moving in with my girlfriend and I uh, <laughs> I want to make sure that if it doesn't work out, that I get to keep my dog and she can't take it from me or vice versa. It, it is not uncommon, Dave. I mean, they don't come to me just because they have a dog, obviously. No. But, uh, you know, people who are going into second marriages and, you know, they've, they've got their own kids and their own issues and things. Yeah, they, they often require prenups. And sure enough, if they bring animals into the equation, they put those animals into a prenup agreement, believe it or not. So, so yeah, it is a prenup. I mean, there is, yeah. Clark, are dogs still uh, deemed as property in the eyes of the law, like here in Canada? Yes. Yeah, they are still uh, deemed as property because there's really no other place to fit them in. I mean, that's, that's the problem. I mean, you buy buy them, you sell them, you know, it's, I I guess in a sense, it's, it's the emotion of having a dog is not involved in the ownership of a dog. You know, the reason I wanted to ask you about that, Clark, about the, the prenup with dogs, a lot of clients of mine over the years have called me crying saying they won't be back to class because their husband took the dog and they've separated or vice versa, their girlfriend or their wife has taken ownership of the dog and you know and uh so we see a lot of people breaking up and uh, and they have uh you know they're fighting over the dog do you have any custody battles uh, that uh, you've heard of or dealt with personally as a lawyer pertaining to custody of the dogs i i have not personally dealt with one but i am familiar with a case uh, uh, a colleague of mine dealt with where they literally spent thirty five thousand dollars litigating the ownership of the dog <laughs> i kid you not and it's a lot it, of dinero. It happened because the wife owned the dog, but during their living arrangement, the dog became much more custom to the husband and spending time with him just, just because he was around more. And of course, when they broke up, the husband wanted the dog because he loved the dog now, but he didn't really own the dog. <laughs> and so he sort of kidnapped this thing and it, yeah, it became a protracted battle, unfortunately. Oh, Whereas if they'd had a prenup, that would never have happened, of course. So it's important to do that. Of course, yeah. I mean, the cost of, uh, it's like buying insurance. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. We are going to take a short break, and we're going to come back, continue our conversation with Clark Peddle. He's a lawyer from Wellham, been practicing law in the Niagara region of Ontario for well over 30 years, very well respected. And uh, we're going to talk about the Dog Owner Liability Act, if you're not familiar with it. Clark can educate you about that, but you have to understand that you are liable for your dog's actions, right? And uh, I'm Dave McMahon. You're listening to Dog Talk. We'll come right back after we hear this. Machine guns ready to go. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. To the sound of the beast, yeah. Another one bites the dust. Problems 
have gotten from the Toronto Bound QEW approaching Niagara Street and Welland Avenue. That crashes out of the way, but still some delays left if you're over the Garden City Skyway. Now on the Fort Erie bound side, seeing a little less volume through Halton region with delays left from Dorval to Brant. And on the rest of the major routes, things continue to move well. Meanwhile, in Niagara Falls, water main work continues to close Thorold Townline Road at McLeod until tomorrow. Meet Ferris Square with commission savings for sellers, cash back for buyers, and professional support every step of the way. It's the new way home. Yours. Visit FerrisSquare.ca. I'm Miles Marcus, 610 CKTB. Tom Saver Traffic. Partly cloudy tonight with some fog patches developing, low going down to 4. Tomorrow starting out with a mix of sun and cloud, then clouding over late in the morning with a chance of showers. Rain will start late in the afternoon. There's a risk of a thunderstorm late in the afternoon as well with a high of 15. Wednesday mix of sun and cloud, chance of showers, high of 14. I'm Bonnie Heslop on News Talk 610 CKTB. Having trouble getting weight off your pet? The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has the solution. They have a nutrition and fitness specialist on staff, plus a fully equipped gym and a heated swimming pool. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center can help your pet lose weight, get fitter, so they can comfortably enjoy the summer months to come. Call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or email info at canineconditioningcenter.ca to book your appointment. Can you believe it, Rex? It's walkie time. Fluffy, you just wanted to show off your new leash and collar from Pet Food Outlet. Mom and Dad are so happy about the great prices. I can't wait to see what they get me next time they go. Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them. Both clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Visit today for your annual flea and tick parasite prevention. For information, visit Maine West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. I do. I really do. I want to ride my bicycle. I haven't rode my bicycle yet this year, but I'm going to. I put a little bit of oil on the chain. You know, I've wiped it down, right? Make sure there's no dust on it. But I'm not going to overdo it this year. Last year, I went a little too far. Got one heck of a cramp in my leg. Oh, God. I got to take it easy when it comes to strenuous physical exercise. <laughs> Clark Pedals here. He's a lawyer from Welland, Ontario. Been practicing law for well over three decades in the Niagara region of Ontario. Clark, tell us about the Dog Owner Liability Act. For those that don't know about it, they probably should become familiar with it. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a complicated piece of legislation, Dave, because it covers a, a whole uh, you know a wide array of areas. Some highlights. <laughs> yeah, just some quick highlights is um, obviously um, 
it, it basically affixes liability, civil liability on any owner that allows his animal to uh, bite another person or another domestic pet. So if your dog gets out or even if it's on a leash and, uh, you know, it bites somebody who walks by or bites a pet that walks by or attacks another animal, yeah, you have liability for that, including vet bills and then potentially, uh, you know, you cause injury to a person that's permanent or something, you know, you could see some serious dollars rack up there and uh, liability. And, and if uh, your dog uh, digs up uh, some expensive flowers that you just planted, not your dog, but the neighbor's dog, Absolutely. Scoops under the fence and digs up some <laughs> some nice flowers that you've just planted. I mean, by rights, that person should pay for the damage to the flowers. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. I, well, that's really not covered under the act. The act is basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's just called being a courteous neighbor. Gee, I apologize. Well, you what do I owe you? Yeah, you could probably sue somebody for uh, for that civilly anyway, but not you don't have legislation that actually you know enables you to do it, but. Yeah, you could probably do it anyway because you're not allowed to let anything escape your property that damages somebody else's property. So that concept would be the same. Uh, there's also a big, uh, there's a big section in the act about pit bulls, of course, and, uh, you know, not being able to breed, sell uh, pit bulls in, in Ontario. So there's a, there's a big section that involves that or animals similar to pit bulls. It's not specific to, you know, the exact breed. Any dog that really looks like a pit bull or has a, some pit bull in them. Uh, they're watching all of those things. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that legislation because I'm not sure anybody's convinced us dog lovers that pit bulls should be singled out. But Correct. they have, yeah. and they've yeah. made that political decision. So that's, that goes on. It's just too subjective, right? I mean, yeah. you know, you get somebody who works for whatever, you know, agency, and they say, well, that's a pit bull. And, you know, it's just too subjective. And to be honest with you, I've never been bit by a pit bull. I've had many of them come for training. Mm -hmm. uh, I've yeah. been bit by more smaller dogs, but never a pit bull. Exactly. I mean, it's almost racist when you think about it. Yeah. Imagine you attributed that to, you know, someone in the human race that because of their color, creed, or whatever, sexual orientation, we should have a ban on them because they're you know more likely to do something. I mean, it's just crazy. What else should dog owners understand when it comes to owning a dog and the liability associated with it? Well, not only can you be sued by your neighbor or anybody, you know, your dog bites, you can also be prosecuted by the government um, if you allow your dog to escape and, and your dog becomes what some people perceive as dangerous out there, you know, running around, uh, creating a situation. And, and yeah, you can actually be prosecuted for that kind of thing. Uh, and the fines are substantial, up to $10,000 or six six months in jail for that. And, um, you know, if two or three people own the same dog, they can all be prosecuted. And it's it's one of those uh, uh, pieces of punishment that's like a strict liability offense, we call in law, which there's very little defense to it. You can't say, uh, you know, I had my dog tied up on a leash uh, in the backyard because somehow it escaped and, and you have liability for that escape notwithstanding that you may have taken some minor measures to prevent it from happening. So you have to be very, very careful with your animals that, uh, you know, you don't let them off leash, you don't let them out of your yard and, uh, and they cause some damage. And having insurance isn't necessarily going to be enough of a shield to protect yourself if your dog ends up biting someone. No, because... Um... Under, under the, uh, the actual legislation, the Dog Owners Liability Act, they exclude uh, the Homeowners Liability Act, which is, you know, w normally what covers 
things that happen on your property, for instance. Uh, you know, someone slips and falls walking down your driveway, you're generally covered under your insurance for something like that. Um, and you're covered by that legislation. But if it's an animal, it's different. And your your uh, your insurance company may refuse to cover that unless you put your animal in as a you know secondary rider on your policy. And so if you do have a dog who's large and potentially, you know, could cause some problems or whatever, you, you should probably talk to your insurance guy about getting some liability insurance for it, just in case. We haven't heard of very many dog bites. I mean, you know, as of late, as far as mm. Ontario goes, where dogs have, you know, we haven't heard of many. I mean, there's been some, but there's not a whole lot that have been in the news. Um, have you been involved yourself personally? in any dog bite sort of uh, court cases? Uh, to, be, to be honest, Dave, years ago, I did a lot of those cases, but it seems to have slacked off quite a bit. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping that's because people are, are, you know, looking after their dogs better and, 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 you know, securing them properly and things of that nature. Because, yeah, no, it's, the trend is definitely way, way down. Well, that's what I would say. I would say that there's more responsible dog owners that I'm seeing than there are irresponsible people. No, and I, th I think you're right. It's very rare now. And, and I go to the dog parks a lot and I'm around, you know, with my dogs walking various places and I rarely see any incidents anymore. Well, that's good news then. People yeah, are being sure. more responsible. Clark, how can my listeners reach out to you? If they need to get a prenup, they're going to go into a relationship. They're going to move in with their partner, get an apartment or a house with their partner, right? They should maybe have a prenup. How can they reach you to contact you so you can set up a prenup so that if they ever separate from their partner, their partner just can't take off with their dogs? Yeah, for sure. They can reach me. I have a website, clarkpedal.com, and they can, if they link on there, they can... Um send an email directly to me and I'll certainly give them, I always give people free advice. If they want to take it, they can come in and I'll help them. But I, I certainly have no problem with people contacting me and I'll give them some free advice on what I think they should do. Excellent. Clark, thanks for uh, hanging out with us and have yourself a doggone awesome night. Thanks, Dave. Great to meet you. Nice to meet you, Clark. Thank take you. Care. Clark Peddle from Welland taking the time out of his schedule to talk to us about the Dog Owner Liability Act. And it's nice to know that we're not seeing a lot of dog bites in the news as of late. Uh, so that's good. Does that mean that there's more responsible dog owners? I certainly hope so. Speaking of responsible dog owners, all dogs should go to school, in my opinion. Of course, I'm going to say that I'm a professional dog trainer. But the, you, everyone can train their dog on their own to, to a certain extent. But then sometimes you get in a little bit of a pickle when you're trying to train your dog to come back when you call. We specialize in this. Obedience training for the family dog. Getting your dog to come back when you call. It is so important to have a solid recall. So when you bring your dog to the Dave McMahon Dog Academy, that's one of the big things you learn is how to recall your dog. So your dog will come back to you on the first command. It's a life-saving command. You need to reach out to me to enroll your dog into training. 289-687-0505. 289-687-0505. Visit my website. The website for the Dave McMahon Dog Training is 
Dave McMahon dot CA. That's Dave M C M A H O N dot CA. I have group obedience classes. I have private lessons, semi private lessons. We can help you with any problem. We help dogs that are reactive to other dogs. We help dogs that are timid and shy, dogs that are meek and mild, dogs that are under socialized, dogs that are nervous, dogs that need more manners. I can teach you how to train your dog. If your dog isn't coming to you, you should be coming to me. Thanks for joining me tonight on the Dog Talk Radio Show. I hope each and every one of you have a doggone awesome night. Good night, everyone. (laughs) 